Hello and welcome uh, to episode eight, the final full episode of From the Hangar. And I don't know about you, but it feels like just yesterday that we were uh, starting this podcast. And um, yeah, it just seems like this year has already flown by. So welcome to December. Welcome to uh, a really fun episode. And I say that I think about every episode that I've been a part of. I think I say the words super excited. Um about every single episode, uh, but I am super excited about today's episode because I get to be alongside uh, three of my coworkers and team members. Um, today's episode, we're going to uh, be chatting a little bit about a project that's really close to my heart um, and really close uh, to a lot of the people, hopefully all of us, <laughs> on camera or behind a mic, uh, because this was a project that... Um, we were able to just kind of create from the ground up. Uh, we're talking about the Advent experience, and if this is your first time hearing about it, uh, you're going to get the chance to learn a little bit about what it is, why we decided to do it, um, and and what the purpose and our heart behind it is. And if you maybe already have one of the books, or maybe this is your second time purchasing it, uh, you'll get to hear a little bit more of the backstory behind um, why we decided to do this project. So. Before I even get started, um, I want to introduce uh, the three of these people and, and some of the people that actually are not behind a camera uh, or behind a mic. Um, and so over here, all the way uh, furthest from me is Amanda Charlton. Amanda is our project manager, gift shop coordinator. Uh, she makes a lot of things happen. And, and for this project specifically, um, she helped obviously with like the whole creation of this project, but also um, so many of the logistics of making sure that we have shipping tape and packing tape so that boxes look good and all of the project uh, management side of things of keeping me on track, which sometimes might not be the easiest thing in the world. Uh, and then on top of that, she helped resource um, all the items and the gifts uh, that we actually package within each of uh, each of the boxes. And so we'll get a chance to hear from that. Next to her is uh, Lem Malabuyo. Lem is our photographer, videographer here uh, at headquarters along with uh, a person that's actually behind the cameras today, Colin. Um, normally behind the camera, uh, but this time he gets a chance to be in front of it. And uh, yeah, so he took some photos for us, uh, did some videos for this project as well, along with Colin. And um, yeah, gets a chance to, to present this project in a really beautiful way um, that I think uh, does a great job of, of explaining kind of the heart behind it. And then to my right is Natalie Holston. Natalie is one of our writers on our communications team. Um, and she uh, resourced and fought with probably a lot of people to try to get 25 <laughs> different devotional writers uh, for this year. And, and that's on top of 25 from last year. Uh, on top of that, helped write a lot of uh, the different content that we have and, and some of the um, contemplate the rest of the light things that, that we'll talk about more uh, as we get into this episode. And before we even open it up to these three, as they're all looking at me like, can we get going? Um, I do want to highlight a couple of people um, that are not actually in front of a camera or behind a mic because this project does not happen without um, a lot more people than than just the four of us. Um, so along with that, uh, with with Natalie, uh, there are some writers on the team that, that helped make this project run. So Jen Wolf, uh, Kim Van Veen, uh, Diana Gibney helped with this. Uh, Kevin Mills helped with this. Brad Hoagland. Uh, we had some phenomenal writers that... that um, helped write content and also 25 different staff members that helped make a devotional book actually a devotional book and not you're not reading a devotion for me which is a good thing uh, <laughs> i already mentioned colin Loren colin lorenz yikes words are hard um and uh he is currently <laughs> acting like he's going to come in front of the in front of the camera but uh he was along with lem and just helping make this project happen uh making it show up photo photography and videography is just beautiful uh making it uh 
just a great, great uh, visual asset. Um, and then we have some designers that are also a part of this team. So Justin Stryker uh, and McKenna Castledean uh, are two of our designers. And then we also had Stephanie Greenlee um, who helped design this project. And um, the thing that I love about this project is that it's all custom. Like everything that you see uh, is designed specifically with this project in mind, whether it's um, a font choice that we that we decided on, or um, in this case, we had ornaments and, and patterns. Those were all custom things that, that we had. Um, on top of that, we had some directors that allowed us some free reign to make this project happen. So Tracy Worry and Brad Hoagland um, were really, really great and, and pretty instrumental in that. So with that, after a long introduction, I think the longest introduction <laughs> I've had uh, so far, thanks for being here, you guys. Thanks for, thanks for coming to hang. Yeah, thanks. And also, yeah, nice job on that introduction. That is the longest you've done on this podcast. By a long shot. I mean, and you know this because you've been behind the camera and you're probably yeah. sitting there like, goodness, keep it going. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool to be here. Thanks for having us kind of come on here and, I don't know, promote a product we, we put together. It sounds kind of weird to say it that way, but yeah, no, it's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, thanks for, thanks for coming to hang. I, yeah, I mean, it's a little surreal, like now that it's done, because it, you know, way back early this year when we started, it just feels so huge. And how are we going to get there? And then it's really neat to see how everybody contributed and yeah, yeah now it's done. Yeah. Um, Amanda, I want to ask you, actually, we're just going to get it started off. Uh, you, the three here, um, were all a part of, uh, the, really the, the conception of this idea. Do you mind explaining just a little bit of like the heart behind why we decided to do an advent at all? Like we're an aviation nonprofit. Like what, why did we decide to do this? If you don't mind me asking yeah, you, yeah. I'll put well, you on I the feel spot. Like on the marketing team, we're always thinking about how to, further the ministry and um this really took like more of a step back of like how can we bless um our donors and especially during a season of busy a season where we're typically working on campaigns and fundraising and just really bringing it back to how can we connect with people and provide them something um that's really just focused on them becoming closer to Jesus. It wasn't mm -hmm. for any benefit of any of us or our organization or anything, but really just to impact people's um, connection with Jesus specifically during this time of year. Hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think um, you pointed out a really interesting point that, that I think is really important. And um, just the fact of like, yeah, we wanted to make it like we wanted to give somebody something right. And, and we have such um, an incredible base of donors and supporters and, and just like genuine family and friends of MAF that, um, yeah, like we didn't, we're not trying to make money off of this project. We're not trying to, um, make this massive profit by any means. We just wanted to hopefully bless people. And that does mean that they're giving us some money, but hopefully we're giving them something that that's worth that money. So yeah, I love that. Um, Lem, uh, do you mind explaining actually how this project oh, even gosh. started? <laughs> um, because, uh, I say that because, uh, I think, it was myself and Justin, and uh, I think you were also a part of this because there was this uh, coffee restaurant yeah. called Onyx. Like, let's yeah. just get into it. Okay, so <laughs> Justin Stryker, who's the the senior graphic designer, he he's also a huge coffee evangelist, we could say, coffee connoisseur. <laughs> Cheers to that. So there is this coffee roaster out in Arkansas called Onyx, and he loves that coffee. And they came out, it was like two years ago, they came out with a advent calendar like coffee themed advent calendar and so he orders this thing um and it wasn't cheap it was you know like it was it was 
I saw the price on the other thing, and I'm like, really for coffee? But then I brought, I, you know, you divide, you divide it out, and you, you think about each cup, and you're like, okay, that's actually not that bad. But anyway, it shows up, um, and he brings it into the office, and it's this pretty elegant box that you open up, and you know, you you go through each pocket, and it's it's very thought out, well designed. Everything about it was just incredible. So he's showing this to you and me, and who he has long since converted to also being coffee evangelists so we all love coffee and he he shows this thing to us and we're all blown away um and it made us realize that you know what if we what if we did this but we turned people towards jesus rather than towards coffee Mm. right what if we created something that was really thought out really well planned um, but you know was something that we could kind of just help people experience and elevate their themselves um, closer to Jesus during a time when we're anticipating his coming, right? Mm. Um, whether that's looking back towards his birth or looking towards the future when he finally comes. Mm. Um, so it's a season of, of anticipation, right? So how can we do this in a thoughtful way? And like Amanda said, like we we want to, we are a group of creatives that just really want to do this um, and I remember when David Holston would talk about the airplanes, right? Like we are all about aviation, but ultimately it's a tool mm-hmm. to bring people closer to Jesus. And so we all have a skill set. We all have tools to help talk about MAF. But what if we use that as a way to talk about Jesus in a really thoughtful way? Mm-hmm. And so I think that was that was kind of what got the ball rolling on what if we seriously did this? Mm-hmm. Like we created an Advent experience um, with the marketing team and the communications team to create something really, really elegant mm. for people to understand and, and use um, during the Advent season. Yeah. So, Yeah, I love that. I, I, it, it's so fun to like revisit like the whole purpose of this project, right? This is our second year in doing it. Um, and to go back to like that beginning stages. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I'm going to put you on the spot because you may not remember this, but uh, we do a creative meeting every other Friday. And at one of the creative meetings, I want to say it was in middle of December, maybe early January, we're sitting at another local coffee shop because we have a problem. Um, <laughs> but I, I brought up this idea because, yeah, Lem and Justin and I were all, were all chatting about this. And I brought up this idea of an advent. And I want to say uh, you and Janelle, who is a former writer on our team that was massive in our, in our first year, um, you guys both kind of looked at me and was like, I love that idea. I, I don't know if you remember that at all. Um, what what about this project is something that you're like, absolutely, that's something that we should be doing? Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I love Christmas. I love Advent. I love things that can help guide you, you know, because like somebody said already, like Christmas can just be chaotic and busy. And um, to have something to kind of help, you know, focus your attention on Christ as we go into that season. I love the idea of that. And um, I feel like, you know, I, and I think Janelle and I were just thinking, oh, we've got people that we could mm-hmm. tap to write. We've got, we serve in awesome places around the world where we could resource some gifts. And um, yeah, it was easy to get excited about this idea for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, just a little backstory on this whole process. Um, one of the things that we really wanted to do and, and 
integrate into this uh, project is uh, some MAF culture. And so a handful of years ago, we uh, we started actually doing something called First Day. And it's essentially um, a, a space for staff every first working Wednesday of the month um, to be able to take a step back. And uh, there's some structure to it. So it's a, a kind of a corporate Sabbath, if you will. There's a time where um, we get to hear from um, speakers or hear um, kind of like a, a chapel or a sermon, depending on, on the, the, the month, I guess. Uh, on top of that, there's a lot of community building and um, times that we can just be together with coworkers. Um, and part of that structure uh, actually comes from other places, but there's a structure of um, these four kind of main themes of stop, contemplate, rest, and delight. And how do we stop before we kind of go into um, the studying of Jesus or, or the contem- or the, the, the yeah, studying or, or you get the idea. I'm stumbling over words. Um, and then you, you contemplate. So you read through scripture, you, you um, go through a study and, and you contemplate kind of what that means for um, the world as a whole, for your life as a whole, your, your spiritual formation. Uh, you, you rest in that as well. So you take a minute and you don't move on to the next thing. You, you stop and you actually like rest in that moment. So um, whether that's a prompt of a prayer or um, a prompt of uh, five minutes of quiet time or whatever it is. And then you delight because the Lord wants us to delight in things as well. Um, and so one of the things that I love about this project is we get a chance to kind of bring that into uh into this whole thing, right? And uh, in the book, uh, we actually uh, last year went through uh, a theme that was contemplate rest delight, an Advent experience. It was the name of it, uh, and we wanted to kind of introduce that that piece of it. And this year, we decided on going with the first day theme of our year, uh, which is eyes on Jesus, and to bring it back to um, the reminder of everything that we do. We want to fix our eyes on Jesus, uh, who's the author and perfecter of our of our faith. And um, I love that we get to bring that kind of a culture into also like this wonderful season of Advent. And I know that like you guys are all like Christmas people. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't be. I mean, I'm not a winter <laughs> person by any means. And if you read any of the emails that I send you, you will be very aware that I like the summer. Um, but you will also know that like, man, Christmas, how, as a believer, how can you not love, um, love Christmas? And so part of Christmas, uh, in the American culture is gifts, right? And that's not a shock. And part of, uh, children's advent calendars like one of the things that we wanted to like emulate was like this like popping out of a piece of candy uh and you count down to 25 25 days of christmas and so amanda i'm gonna bring you into this because uh one of the things that we do is find gifts and we and we have those come out every week and uh can you explain like how we decided on gifts this year and and what those gifts without ruining them like are and and what the the vibe of them are yeah, uh, this conversation is making me like reminisce to early 2022 of just like all the things that we talked through um, hmm. as a team of like, what does this look like? And what audience are we writing to or creating this experience for? Um, and it's specifically bringing me back to the like, this isn't just for families. This isn't just for um, children. This is this is for the young adult who's out on their own. This is for the widow. This is for the married couple. This is for the family with their children. Uh, I love that. I love like just going back to that because now it's just like what we do, right? We love to, to, to create this experience each year. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like sweet for me to remember things <laughs> yeah. that we, we really just like got together and brainstormed about, but, um, an element 
of that was that that delight and surprise of of a gift Mm. um and yeah i think traditionally we all know what that looks like for a child it's a little pop out chocolate and for an adult it's a book and so merging um, that and creating something that was exciting for adults as well uh, we landed on doing a weekly gift and so um just incorporated what we do even with our our gift shop is we source a lot of gifts that um, come from different parts uh, of the world programs that we work in um, where people who work there work with other ministries Um, so it's either you know being made um, by a ministry or we're purchasing it from the local market there just to support the community there Um, This year, something different we did was we reached into some restricted access countries to um, just give some variety. But yeah, we're we're super thoughtful about bringing a lot of ideas to the table and then fleshing them out. Um, And and we did that again this year. So you'll you'll find a variety of of different things and they look different than last year. And and um, next year, if we do another experience, they'll they'll look different again. (laughs) And yeah, I can't tell you what's what's in there. But Every week we um, we plan for families to open open that box and and be surprised at, at what we've found for this year. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was just gonna yeah. add. I've got two like I don't want to give anything away because <laughs> maybe you haven't opened it yet. But one of the items was made here in our hangar, and I think that's mm-hmm. super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, made by MAF volunteers. Um, and then the other thing that I don't know the story a story just from the resourcing part of things was, uh, from one of the, uh, restricted access countries. Um, one of our staff members there, she had a, a, you know, a ministry going that was helping women, but it was kind of dying out. And she was trying to think of how can I get it going again? And then our order came in, Hmm. right. As she was just praying about like, I don't know how to keep this going. And I really want to help these women. And then our order came, um, for this item and that really got it going again. And she was super encouraged by that. So yeah. it was just neat, a neat way to be involved. Um, um, yeah, with these different partners we have in different countries and yeah, just need to see how God is even using this Advent experience in somebody else's life in another country. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I think when you think about like the Advent experience as a whole, and, and we call it an Advent experience because it's more than just a devotional book and it's more than just uh, a couple of gifts. Like we really do hope that um, when you get the box, and that's not a shock that it's in a box, um, that's custom made that Justin, I think he's probably at his home with like rulers and like cutting out pieces <laughs> of cardboard. I mean, if you saw the the like craft and that like commitment to excellence in, in building this box and then working with a, a company to actually make it made. Um, but we want this like experience of like when you open up the flaps of the box and you get to see uh, the book, how it's laid out and, and this card that says like, welcome to your Advent experience. Like we want you to like be surprised. And, and I was talking to my wife about this. Um, she has, um, I'm going to say the toxic trait of uh, looking up a concert set list before the concert. <laughs> and some of you guys are like, oh yeah, I absolutely do that. Some of you guys are like, absolutely not. I'm an absolutely not kind of a person. Wait, wait, wait. You probably never peeked at your Christmas gifts as a kid. Oh no, 100% did oh. that. Oh, absolutely. Whoa, <laughs> there's a line. <laughs> I'll cross that line. Um, but we were talking about this uh, a while ago because she was heading off to a concert. And um, and I think that there's just something so beautiful about being surprised. 
And, and as adults, especially like we don't get an opportunity to really be surprised all that much. And we honestly kind of come up with like this intolerance to being surprised. And there's this like fear of like not knowing what's coming. And, um, one of the things that I just absolutely love about this project is, um, the surprises that you open up these little, these little tabs that are hiding a gift under it. And if you want to open them up, maybe you already have, um, you get to see them all, but also hopefully you still get that same surprise of like, I don't know what this is going to be. And I don't know what to expect here. All I know is that it's going to be good. And I, I love that about like the items, but then also then you get that backstory of a ministry was potentially mm-hmm. saved for a little bit longer and, and supporting um, people a little bit longer because we, just happened to decide to do it from that country instead of a different program. And, mm-hmm. uh, I will say for next year, uh, I don't know what other programs we have on the list because I think we've tapped out a lot of them, but we'll figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, this we got a running moment, list of ideas <laughs> as somebody who was not a gift peeker that I realized some people have received their box and opened all the flaps. I just yeah. I'm curious to know like to if people have like, I, I don't, I mean, we know what they are because we've been right. working on it, but I'm like, would I have the restraint? I don't know. Like I might just open them up and then close them up again. I mean, it would be hard <laughs> like not to, right? Like punches out all the chocolate. Oh, hundred percent. But then you're disappointed on like day 22 when you're like, man, I could really use a piece of chocolate. And it's like, I ate it on day one. Like, oh man. Well, if you've b- ordered one, uh, I would love to hear, like, if you just want to yeah. put in the comments, like. Yeah, I opened maybe, them all. Yeah, maybe I opened waiting. them all or maybe I didn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you want to uh, explain that about yourself, but what are you going to do? Um, and Or you can be uh, somebody that rips off a box lid entirely, you know? It's just everybody it's part, experiences it's the thing experience. It's part of the experience. Nathan's Sorry, talking Shannon. about my wife who uh, opened up the lid on the first on December 1st, opens it up, and then closes it and now December 2nd opens it up and it just like rips off the lid completely and goes, yeah I'm, I'm done reopening this I'm just gonna leave it open and exposed for the rest of the month and I'm like okay, okay. and the ironic yeah. part is that you told me that and then I went over to my parents house and my parents did the exact same thing and oh I was really like, you not understand how much effort this took to figure out this box. I'll just say that as she was ripping it like she was ripping my heart. Yeah, a little bit time. of you ripped yeah, as well. I was just, oh. we did so much work on that box. <laughs> and by we, I mean, I mean Justin. Yeah, Justin, Justin, Justin did a great job. Um, <laughs> Natalie, uh, part of the part of the main challenges are the devotional book, right? And, and from the start, we said that we wanted this to be a space where um, our staff from all walks of life, whether they're at headquarters, whether they're alumni, whether they're um, spouses or, or on the field, um, have a chance to have a voice in this because we mm-hmm. wanted people to be able to share stories and, and to share their encouragement. Um, and this year you headed up that whole process of finding 25 different writers, um, editing those things, all that. Can you just mm-hmm. talk to me about that process? Because yes, a lot. Yeah, it was. It was really <laughs> overwhelming at first. I thought it would be perhaps not as hard as it ended up being. But um Thankfully, many of our staff write regular prayer letters, so we we kind of already know like who perhaps has a, a way with words or uh, seems to include good stories or whatever in their newsletter. So um, we you know that helps us to kind of identify who might enjoy writing a devotional. And so, but we definitely wanted to be intentional about um, getting a cross section of MAF. So uh, men, women, um, staff who serve on the field, staff at headquarters. We've got um, pilots, mechanics, teachers, moms, you know, we've got the gamut. And then also, um, some of our national staff, that's Hmm. people who live and are from the countries where we serve. So we've got, um, Mozambique represented, um, Indonesia, you know, different countries like that. So, 
um, you know, some people, you know, we would ask, would you want to be a writer this year? And, um, you know, just because of time or whatever reason, they couldn't do it. So it did take some time to kind of finally hone down those 25 writers. And then, you know, we gave each person a theme um, to, to and a scripture to write from. And then and then it was, yeah, quite a process to get those first drafts back and then start editing because that's just painful sometimes to I'm not I mean the writing was great but like just you know the back and forth was like are you okay with this like you know you know uh to make it you know readable and and we had a word limit that can be a challenge too is trying to keep it within a word limit but I will say there are some of these devotionals are um funny um I feel like they it's just the gamut of emotions from yeah humor to fear to anxiety to um joy like um, and all of them point to Jesus, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about them. And uh, 24 of the writers are new this year, you mm-hmm. know, weren't in last year's book. We had one repeat writer, and that was Annabelle Coer, mm-hmm. um, which if you're familiar with her story, she and Ryan. Um, so she wrote it while he was still incarcerated mm-hmm. in Mozambique. So, um, and I'm probably not supposed to have favorites, but hers is one of my favorites. Just, <laughs> it's just so, um, it's very moving. So, yeah. So yeah, it was really, it, it was intimidating, overwhelming at times, but such a neat process to go through and get to know some of our staff in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things I want to just highlight about this whole project and, and about the the team that makes this happen, um, we get this project started in January and it's a long winded process. And, and the first year that we started it, we started in January and it went all the way through uh, up until we were packing in November, the boxes and shipping them out. And again, this will, that will be probably about the same this year as well. And, um, and so, yeah, when Natalie's talking about like Annabelle's writing um, a devotion when Ryan is still incarcerated, which he's no longer incarcerated, um, it just shows like the the commitment for this team. Uh, there's a lot of really hard work that's work that's done, and in very um, like kind of phases. Like at sometimes it's really heavy for one person, and then once mm-hmm. that person's load lightens, it gets heavy for the next person. And um, the fact that uh, I'm bragging. Uh, this is an MAF podcast. Sue me. I'm going to brag about the team. Uh, but the fact that that um, this team does that uh, on top of all of the other business and all of the other um, fundraising that we have to do and writing that we have to do and videos and, and photos and um, all of the gift shop sourcing that you have to do on top of uh, getting these gifts. Like, I just want to highlight this team and, and the people that are obviously not represented on, on screen or behind the mic as well because uh, – this is not an easy project by any means. And, and yeah, yeah it's hard to think about Christmas in July, but sometimes <laughs> if I would sit down to edit, I'm like, all right, I need the Christmas music. Like I need to get in the mood. <laughs> I think I did that actually like the first, one of the first epi- uh, first meetings that we did uh, last year. And it was like January or February. So at this point we're tapped on Christmas music, right? Like the last thing we want to hear is like Mariah Carey, um, <laughs> which I think I did start with that. Uh, it's a classic. Um, but the you last thing you want to hear. Her, yeah. So. I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> But yeah, like just to just to start thinking about Christmas when yeah it's May and you're excited about spring and summer and psych I'm gonna put you into winter because that's <laughs> where we need to be and so, um, Lem I want to go to you because um, hmm. taking photos and videos uh, for this project is um, something that often I think can be overlooked because it's not necessarily as um, prevalent throughout the whole process, right? Like, like mm-hmm. a lot of it is more on the marketing side so that people understand what they're getting. Um, and that's very different from the normal photos that you take. You're normally, uh, if you're on the field, you're taking photos of people and airplanes and, and the work yeah. that's being done. Yeah. Uh, can you explain just your process of like 
going product photography instead of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's very different. It's very different where, yeah, I'm doing a lot of run and gunning out, out in the field and kind of just accepting, accepting the elements as they are where, yeah, when you photograph studio stuff, you have the control, right? So things will look a lot more clean. You can, you can do a lot more. Um, so yeah, we, we kind of like talked about like doing product photography um, with these items um, and the box too. So it was a lot of, well, what can we photograph? What <laughs> should we not photograph? Um, and so, yeah, so you won't see a lot of the actual items, obviously, because we don't want to, we don't want to give it out of the way. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of, a lot of the stuff is pre-planned, kind of waiting for the items to come in or waiting for that box to come in. And so what does it look like to to plan something and then once it comes in to just like go head on into it. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a lot of, it's very backloaded, I would say. You know, we're just sitting around waiting for these things to come in and then, I don't know, September, October comes in and it's like, all right, let's go. We got like a month to get these shots. Um, and so, but what we wanted to do is um, make th something that looks really, I, I say the word elegant again, something that looks really enticing to, and to elevate those items to something that um, you really want. Mm. Um, yeah, you look at the price tag of this this box and this Advent box, and it's not you know it's not your affordable fifteen dollar twenty dollar thing, right? It's it's a little pricier, um, and that is it's it's intentional in the sense that we wanted to make sure that you know what you what you pay for is something that we really we want to present something that mm. looks like what you paid for. So with the photography that we want things to look really, really clean and really, really nice and elegant. Mm. So, yeah. I love that. I think that, um, I'm going to, I feel like I say, I love that a lot in this episode because <laughs> I, I love this project newsflash. Um, but I think that, yeah, just the, the way that photos, um, can enhance an experience, right. And, and the challenge of not showing everything because we obviously have, um, surprises in there and we have things that we don't want to share with everybody and so like to to find that balance of what do you show and what do you not um i love that you, yeah. you and you and colin did a great job yeah. with that. and then with i didn't even mention video but i think some of the video that we did for this too is not necessarily showing off product but more showing off the the emotion mm. that this can evoke in someone who's going through the experience too so yeah, me and Colin were talking about this. Like, what if we did some some shots that was more like lifestyle, you mm -hmm. know, like opening up the box. Oh, sorry. Opening up the box <laughs> um, in these like really warm, really inviting environments uh, that you find yourself in when during Christmas season, you know, which is also, you know, you talk about like doing this in May or, you know, it's hard to, to think about that stuff when it's summer and, mm -hmm. you know, it's 90 degrees outside and you're in short and t-shirts and <laughs> but yeah we want for video we want something that would do something like that mm -hmm. um yeah so yeah yeah i'm gonna open it up to all of you guys and answer however you want whenever you want um what's been your, what's been it's gonna be two-part questions so if you want to answer the first part first that's great or if you want to do both but um what's been your favorite part of this project and you can go back to last year you can go this year as well um and then also like what's something that you've learned um either about yourself or about the work that you do or uh also we'll put it to like what's something that you've learned about like the lord in this project mm -hmm. as well um because yeah our eyes are hopefully on jesus as we're making this project as well as the people that are reading it so yeah what's what's been your favorite part and what's been the thing that you've learned about yourself or or your relationship with the Lord through this project? 
Ooh, all right, I'm up. Um, I would say some things that come to mind is just like in marketing, like a lot of things are just strategically rolled out on an annual calendar. And this just like really was off the map. <laughs> it was just like something that we really dreamt up as a team. And then to be able to have the privilege to do it again this year has, has been great. Um, I think like for me, one of my favorite things, like there's also an aspect of like creating that's like you dream it on a computer and as a group, but like when it comes, like when the product yeah. arrives, even sometimes it's like off the printer, it's just a totally different feeling. So like that's part of the experience for us, right? Is like dreaming something up that other people are going to receive and then like seeing it come to fruition. Mm. But probably my favorite thing was just being able to, um, we were able to last year send out a survey mm. and to be able to look back through that and see like the full spectrum of impact um, is my favorite part. And I anticipate that, that God is working in people's lives in that way again this year. But, you know, we heard from, uh, a young couple who was just married and spending their first Christmas together. Um, the impact of them going through it together. Um, I can also remember an older gentleman who said he hadn't done anything for Advent in 56 years. Hmm. Um, so like two, you know, different different ends. And then in the middle, I think of a family who said that it really like re-sparked a devotion time in their family that they just didn't even know. Um, was missing. And so like those like personal pieces that people um, shared with us, like, I mean, any one of those would have made it so worth it. Hmm. Um, so yeah, th those are things that, that stick out to me. Yeah. 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 I can't wait to see what people say about this year's like, just naturally there's like that, like that, like expectant, like excitement and like a little like nerve about like oh man I, i'm like so curious about like what the lord is doing in people's lives and yeah the the one where it was um the family talking about how they haven't done devotions in years and years and years and now that sparked them to do them every day and, and now they're on to like at that point we sent it out and it, i think they're on like their second devotion or something with their family yeah. and it's just like yeah that's like transformation incredible. like to, to think of like this as a tool that could spark something for someone mm -hmm. or bring a couple together um yeah, yeah. that's pretty special cool Thanks, Amanda. Cool. Either one of you. you don't, it doesn't have to go in order by any means. Um, I'll, I'll go next. Um, I'm going to piggyback off Amanda real quick on a, a little anecdote. So we we did this in our in our own home as well. And like we were talking about, we, we all know what the items are, right? So it's not really a surprise to us. But it, mm. was, it was a surprise for my kids and my wife. Mm. And when we got to... This was last year's, right? So we got to the item with the ornament, the star ornament. Mm -hmm. And I got home that day from work and my my second born, my my son, he he's like, Dad, we got another item. And I was like, oh, so cool. What is it? And he's like, come over to the tree. And he like points at it. He's like, Dad, that star, it came from kids in Papua. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude, it's so cool. And like, I think it was just really neat to to experience someone else's first time mm. kind of thing and just how meaningful it was even to my little you know six-year-old boy at that time he mm -hmm. he was really moved by those items and knowing the story behind them and he's you know like like you said he's he's six years old so y you wouldn't think that these things would be that meaningful but mm. he was he was really touched and they kind of brought him to to that that island to those kids you know and i thought that was really neat um and then one of my favorite things one of the things I really enjoyed about this 
is that I, I was able to tap into some things that were outside of the camera. Mm-hmm. And so um, last year, we like going into those meetings and not having anything to photograph yet, you know, early in the year. And we were talking about who we're going to have write and trying to figure all that stuff out. And I think after that, that first meeting about the writing aspect, I think I messaged you, Natalie, and I messaged Janelle and Jen. I was like, hey, if you guys don't have, you guys still have room, I would love to be a writer. <laughs> um, that is something that I think here at MAF, just being here at MAF has really made me really appreciate writing. And so mm-hmm. trying to do that um, was was something that I'd been challenging myself with. But the whole process of writing a devotional was something I've never done before. And it was really neat and really fun to do and a little stressful because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think about what to write for the longest time. I think it was only until late July when I realized like God reveals to me what I should write about. And it was like something, an experience I had in Indonesia or coming back from Indonesia, mm-hmm. which was fun to look back on because I had stressed for months about what to write. And what I wrote about was something that was really special mm-hmm. mid-year, you know, and I didn't plan that. And uh, I just had to wait till God really was speaking to me about what to write but that 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 experience was really really cool really fun to do yeah yeah excellent i think one of my favorite things was um as we worked about or as we worked together on what kind of you know what would the item be where are these things going to come from and you know we're trying to coordinate back and forth with the field and and then you know when the day comes when you know, it gets delivered. It feels like Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. When, you're, when, yeah, we're like, oh my gosh, somebody just brought a suitcase full of, I don't want to say what it is, but <laughs> like, oh, it's here. Um, yeah, for some of these items, it, it took like several trips for them to mm-hmm. actually make it to the U.S., which um, is kind of cool too, uh, to get different people involved. And then from the writing side, like just to get to know these different writers in a different way and interact um, about something that, you know, was very important to them, their faith and, mm-hmm. um, helping them yeah hone it get it just right um was it was more fun than i thought it would be like i was really intimidated by that part of it but then i've been a writer for a long time but haven't done a whole lot of editing so to work with the other writers on editing was um and to grow in that area was was an unexpected benefit from this project but um but i love just getting to know our staff in a different way and interact in a different way Hmm. yeah it's been um what about you for you, Nathan? Oh, there we go. <laughs> I, um, man, there's so much of this project that I have absolutely loved. And, um, Amanda, you kind of touched on this a little bit of, um, so much of our, our marketing world and, and we're all on the marketing or communications teams. And, and so we're pretty, um, strategic is the word that you use. And that's a great word. And, um, about how we do things and, and when we do things and, Um, this felt very much like a passion project for a lot of us. Like I remember sitting in the first meeting room, uh, last year and even bringing it back up, uh, into this year and just the kind of excitement of like, we've never done this before. And even this year, it's like, we know we're going to be changing this. And, and so how do we, how do we do that? Um, and so for me, it's, it's actually kind of hard to pick out a favorite thing. Um, I think, um, the, the main thing that I, that I've just loved watching this project is seeing how, um, everything is so like perfectly woven together. And as somebody that um, doesn't do a whole lot of like the, the resourcing of the items or the photography of the items or the design or the writing, like I haven't done any of that necessarily. I just kind of help and, and, and try to try to fit in where I can um, to see just like the intentionality and the, 
the desire to make everything flow is like such a cool, rewarding experience for me because I think um, so much about the end user. And, and in our case, it's, yeah, that person that hasn't done a devotion in 56 years. And, and it makes me um, slightly emotional to think about that of like the work that we are doing um, is a lot. And I, I don't want to like downplay that. Like it's a, it's a lot of work to make this, this project happen, but also um, that work is so worth it for those people. And so um, I think honestly, the, I ramble a lot, but I think the, the favorite thing for me has been the survey that we've gotten and to go through and comb through all, um, all of the responses that we had and, and to see um, the encouragement that people had, the items that I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be something that people like. And people are like, you have to do this every year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been such a cool piece of that puzzle to, to just be yeah, encouraging people to, to come closer to Jesus and to um, grow closer with their family and their friends and uh, for people to call their families up because they bought it for their whole, for their whole family. And um, to do the devotion together over the phone has been, um, I just love seeing that because I think that that reminds me so much of like the work that we do is for people in isolation, but also for people here in the States. And, and that's a really unique piece of that puzzle. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I, I want to, I'm just going to, I want to take some time and just give a shout out to Nathan. You guys, we haven't mentioned it yet, but Nathan Jones was basically the the project leader of this entire thing for the past two years. He's the one that led all the all the meetings. He's the one that kind of orchestrated how to put all this stuff together. You know, he talks about weaving things. He Nathan was the one that kind of was the the one who knit all the threads together. <laughs> you know, um, so I mean, you were an incredible person to lead this. I can't imagine this this uh project being led by anyone else the past two years you did a fantastic job so um yeah i just want to give a shout out to you too thank you i appreciate that i appreciate that um well that's probably the amount of time that we're going to talk about this this (laughs) advent experience uh i we could make this project go for or this podcast episode go for probably hours honestly the one thing that i just wish that you guys could see is like us in a meeting room at like the early part of this this project because a there's so much conversation about like do we go here do we go here uh but b it's hilarious and we have i think so much fun in just um some outlandish ideas and honing those things down but also um just the the energy and the excitement of of bringing this project together and so uh i don't know maybe we'll have to like live stream one of those meetings just for kicks and gigs yeah, 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 we're we're like yeah, pretty yeah, buttoned yeah, up. Like, are. I mean, Lem's wearing a button up right now. Like, we're all like sitting all like proper. And now, if we were in that room, you'd be hearing Mariah Carey and people <laughs> mad at me for singing that. Um, so, yeah, if if you haven't purchased an Advent experience, um, I would assume that it's going to be probably too late at this point. Uh, I don't know if you want to be jumping in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know how to tell you. Uh, exclusivity is a good thing, right? So we're not doing it next year too. So, man, you. Oh, really wow. That decision's been made. I, this is what you're getting actually normally. Um, but this experience has been uh, such a great thing and, and we go into every year kind of reevaluating. And so I'm not going to say that we for sure are doing it next year, but I'm also not going to say that we're for sure not doing it next year. If you want one or if you have one and you want to purchase another one next year, drop it in the comments. Tell us that you enjoy doing this because that helps us also figure it out uh, if you guys enjoy this as well. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're on YouTube, listening, if you're on Apple or Spotify or anywhere else, um, as always, if you want to see the set, you got to see uh, some of the work also being done. <laughs> if you were watching at a certain point, there were people walking behind us and, and making this uh, because this is a working hanger. And we talk about that often. Um, 
as always, make sure that you're following us on all of our social media, uh, that you're subscribed to our YouTube, that you hit the bell for notifications. Uh, I have to say that it's my job. And I also, I hope that you enjoy these podcasts. Um, and of course, if you have any feedback, uh, send it over to social at maf.org. Uh, we're happy to look it through and, and yeah, figure out if there's a better way for us to do this podcast. Uh, once again, I do want to just highlight this group of three here and so many others, uh, that made this project happen. Um, yeah, it's been such a great project to be a part of and, uh, yeah, really thrilled for you guys have, have purchased it and disappointed for those that didn't purchase it. Sorry. Um, I'm your host, Nathan. This is Natalie Lem and Amanda, uh, and Colin behind the camera because I've shouted him out a couple of times. Uh, thanks so much for listening and we will see you on episode nine or I guess it might be 8.5, whatever. We'll figure that out, uh, on from the hangar. Uh, thank you so much and we'll see you soon.